This sit down is with Joseph Ebanks. I always enjoy riffing with him. He is a Nashvillian, a filmmaker, videographer, music video director, a Vandy fan, a well-adjusted sports dad. You'll hear us talk some about that. Um, you'll also hear us get into a ton of focus on his feature film, More to Life, which is premiering February 28th at Opry Mills Regal here in Nashville. Uh, 7.15 Showtime, 6.30 Doors. Movie's about an hour and a half long, I believe. Uh, all that information, including tickets, the trailer, the bundle package, you can find, you can look into, you can get more info on at digifilmmg.com, D-I-G-I-F-I-L-M-M-G.com. Anyway, it was a good time, good set. Really enjoyed Joseph. Here we go. Like a um, who's that? This potato Jet is the name he goes by on it. Okay, but um, I think he's out in like Cali. He does a lot of video work and stuff like that. Right. But he was talking about he uses an app and literally breaks his day down like hour and a half. I'm gonna edit this right. Yeah, here, and I'm gonna break for 20 minutes and then I'm. It was like his phone. It goes off all day long. Yeah, but it's just alarms for his like schedule and it's like that's I want. A goal to get there you know or maybe not even that precise right. but it's like you know man i'm i'm reaching over i know people can't see this i'm reaching over mm. to this clipboard yeah with this janky looking calendar it matters though and i've been doing this for like five years nice now. yeah uh, and i rewrite it every week or two yeah and and just it's almost i don't know meditation also yeah but that helps. Even if I'm ignoring it yep. and blowing through it, I'd know how many things I bailed on today. I just I just got like a, a bigger calendar next to mm -hmm. my little workspace. Mm -hmm. And on the side of it, it has like little notes yeah. section. So it's like I filled that up really quickly. But like it's, it's yeah. something about writing it down and then kind of going through and prioritizing. And then it's also I like checking things off. Dude, it makes I you think, feel more accomplished. Too, you know? Yeah, so, I think there's a scientific like brain endorphin release kind of check it off. Yeah. The make the bed thing is on that list yeah. of once I realized for me a little mental thing, it's such an easy win. Yeah. I think I've even heard people say it that way. It's like just start with a quick win. Yeah. When I was younger, it was just like, What's the big deal? I'm about to get back in bed. Who's you know, but I wasn't trying to win my days, I was yeah. just trying to figure out what my Legos were about. You yeah, know no I mean? doubt. But as you get older you're like, Okay, give me this one little win yep. so that when I get on the road and somebody cuts me off you know, at least it matters. Man. At least when I curse in the car, I'm one and one. I'm going yeah. in even. Seriously, no, 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 I get it. I get it. I get yeah. it. Not that there's anything wrong with cursing the car, but hope maybe you just you hit the gas and you're on their tail. Yeah, or yeah, you know, but whatever it is. No, I get it, man. I like, like you said, it's. I think there's definitely, um, what's the word, like value in that you know so yeah. like that that idea of starting a day off with the win because I'm not a morning person anyway, so uh -uh. it's like yeah, like especially like. I can get up when I have something to do, but yeah. it's like I'd prefer to wake up on my own. Yeah. I, I, uh, I something was, to do, like turn off a fire alarm. It's something about the alarm, <laughs> man. It's something about the alarm. It's like it's wake up now. And yeah. it's like, honestly, my body, like I'm, I don't sleep late like I used to anymore. Right. So it's like most of the time I'm getting up within 10 minutes of that alarm going off anyway. Mm -hmm. But it's like right. something about the alarm going off that pisses me off and it starts my day off bad. It's okay. It's like. 
It doesn't no. spring you to fight. It's but, like, it, I'm yeah. forced to get up. It's yeah. like I wasn't finished sleeping yet. Like, right. Right. <laughs> like it's, I don't. I don't know, man. It's, but yeah. Yeah, it's this little thing sitting beside you that is definitely aggressive. And my yeah. new alarm uh, on my phone is pretty gentle. It kind of yeah. like it fades in, which is nice. <laughs> it's like okay, noticing it. Right. It has like, the option to yeah. tell me uh, animated weather heads up. Nice. But I'm like, I don't see anything for the first eight minutes of being awake in the morning anyway. Yeah. So I don't need any information about the weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Plus it's Nashville. It'll change by the time you get where you're going. Sure. Anyway, so. And it's for like, the next three months, all it's going to say is colder than I want. Right. You know? <laughs> so it's just yeah. whatever. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, anyway, that was a good little even rambling to get in. But uh, um, one thing that was kind of... We were talking a little bit about sitting down, what to chat on. Definitely movie stuff, uh, obviously, eventually. Sweet. Um, and I'm sure we'll get into that or anything creative. Um, but in general, what's been up the last few months, you know what I mean? Um, along with, I guess, movie stuff, but any life or travel or surprises or um, theories about keys to hmm. reality. Wow. Start off with a key. It's got to be a key to reality. Wow. I don't have any keys to reality. Not at the moment. Uh, outside of. Yeah. Because I've, I've kind of like movie stuff lately yeah. with, you know, with what's what going on. What has 2019 been kind of wrapping down? 2019. That's a moment where you're looking back on the year. Yeah. Was it in, often for me, the holidays are make me a little bit anxious for the normal reasons, I guess. But yeah. also I'm, I'm thinking, man, there's four other things I thought I'd have done by now. Yeah. You know. Um, and then you let it go and you got to enjoy it. But yeah, I was, was going to say, yeah, I, I, I go cross into the new year. Too. Well, first, like 2019, the coolest thing was like, for me, I was a sports kid playing sports yeah. and stuff growing up. And like, my kids aren't really into sports as much like yeah. that. Um, and it's like, I don't know. I, I was waiting, waiting for it to like naturally just kick in or whatnot but then i right. start thinking about it. it's like i grew up different i was on a dead end it was nothing but boys and you know yeah. so we all came out and we played or whatever so it's like the neighborhood dead I end is in, great for sports it's great for oh, that yeah. so it's like I, I grow up now and i have older neighbors and then uh -huh. it's like so like the kids don't even come outside over there like that right yeah but my daughter um she used to dance when she was younger and now she's in middle school and she okay. started volleyball this year. Okay. So that was really cool yeah. to, to become a sports dad. Yeah. And it's it's crazy because yeah, it's I heard like, you get arrested in the finals. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, listen, I can sports see how team. it happens. I, no, seriously, because I started off, it's like, again, my expectations were super low because it's like she's never done anything. So she tried out mm -hmm. and she makes the team. It's like, wow, that's, that's cool, right? Yeah. So it's like I'm going anyway to support. Yeah. So then it's like we sit there, and then the first game goes by, and she doesn't get in the game at all, yeah. right? And it's like, okay, right. my, my my sports instinct kicks right in. It's like, okay, we're working on this after the game. Like right. the goal is to get you off of the bench and yeah. into the game, and from there, it's all yeah. you. From there, you know, you're gonna and hate this so much that you won't play next year. Listen, <laughs> man, and that's it's like I after find I help you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> after you help. I find I find myself like seriously. It's like the very first time I said something to her, she actually started crying, and and yeah. I was like, "Babe, I, I didn't mean it like that." It's like right. I'm just trying to tell you. It's like it's cool to just make friends or whatnot, but it's yeah. like in sports, it's competitive. You want right, to right. be good, right? right? So it's like, tr and your friends will like you much more <laughs> if you're good. Trust me at this, like, you know. Right. So it's like, 
And she, you know, we went through that a couple of times, but then she understood. It's like, I'm on your side, I promise you. And right. like, win, lose, or draw, daddy's cheering for you regardless, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, that was cool, man, because she went from literally the first game of the season not getting in to she won rookie of the year, man, for her Whoa, team. So, yeah, cool. pretty cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what, do they break it up at that age? Or they, you, you rotate anyway, right? Don't you no, cycle? She's, or no, do they have she's seventh and eighth. She's, well, the, okay, I mean, cool. yeah, they, they rotate in volleyball. Yeah, they yeah. Go around, but then it's like, it's still it's cool because it's in middle school it's still like it's kind of like peewee for basketball and stuff so it's like okay. a lot of the girls are this their first couple years yeah. of playing so it's like you got one or two good kids who are just dominating and then everybody right. else is kind of figuring their, their way out right so it's like we had our one good girl everybody else has their one good girl uh-huh. and then all the other girls are kind of you know yeah just learning it out man yeah, which so. makes sense on the competitive side of things yeah man. i mean um i was just watching a south park where they were uh playing baseball and they hated it and they're all trying to lose okay so they go into the playoffs and they meet the other team and they're all talking trash about how we're the best at losing like we're, <laughs> we, we want our summer back we want to stop you know so it's pretty funny but yeah we'll go home first like, yeah, yeah but even seeing the guys in the outfield one scene of that you know one of them's like looking at the bugs and the you know you just don't know yeah it's like, oh, yeah, we're competing yeah. for, like, how long? 90 minutes, you know? Uh, yeah. But that's fun. That's good that you guys could make it through the crying yeah, part. That was, that was cool. Yeah, the crying stuff, was. it was like, man, like, the 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 competitor in me was like, I can't back down. It's like, right. she has to understand, yeah. like, you know, yeah. at some point, things aren't going to be easy. You yeah. have to, you know... Well, and you, I think that was it, too, because she's, like, she's been great in school. Like, she's smart. So, like, all yeah. of that kind of comes easy to her. So, it's like she finally ran into something where she wasn't just in, initially yeah. the best at it. and Which so is important. Exactly, yeah. It's, it, it, it's important for her to, you know, kind of come off of that high horse, so to yeah. speak. Bit, you know? no so, yeah, no kidding. Um, it's funny. As you're even saying that, I'm remembering more of that episode. One of the dads was... Um, getting in a fight with another dad at every game nice. and he was like I'm going to the state championships <laughs> I'm going to fight the biggest dad out." you know what I mean so that, that was like the B that story that was him you know going that's yeah. nice yeah, yeah. Uh, as we're talking about dads fighting nice but um, yeah that's cool It's I, I feel like as I get older looking at nieces and nephews or just other people with kids too I notice how how many things I hear that I am tempted to respond to or correct or to and then I remember how many times my parents didn't do that. Yep. Um, I'm almost astonished because part of it is as you, part of it is as you get older, you realize your opinion isn't always fixing everything. You know what I mean? Yep. But uh, that's something that I'm more and more thankful for as I get older. Whether it's playing them a song that, as I look back, I'm thinking, man, what how old was I when I played that? Like that song, the lyrics of that song were crazy. You yeah. know. And they would just listen and ask me about it and not freak out. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's just interesting as I as I cross over into the from the teen years into the old person years, and I'm like straddling, and and thinking I kind of still have a grasp on both sides, but yeah. I can see how you start to lose the youngster perspective. Absolutely, absolutely, uh, man. Like, yeah, that was spot on, man. It, like, yeah, even even from a little bit of what you were saying there made me kind of think about it. it's like you thinking as, as a kid it's like you don't understand why you, your parents don't understand the different right. things you do or why you're thinking the way you do but then it's like again you cross over and it's like of course I, it's like yeah it's like I knew, I want you to understand this concept yeah but then it's part of me it's like like you said it's like I don't know is it instinctual or is it like 
or am I supposed to let you bump your head before yeah. I tell you? Or do I tell you to keep you from bumping your head? Right. And, like, and how many times do I do that before I kind of make you soft and I'm not letting you yeah. figure it out on your own kind of type thing? And it's like, and even like my dad was, he's like, he wasn't a great communicator. My dad's not a great uh-huh. like communicator. But one thing I always respected is like, he always put like good content in front of me. So right. it's like like even the music That's he would cool. let me listen to, the shows I would watch, like Yeah. It's it's kinda ironic now thinking about everything that happened, but like the Cosby show and stuff like that. It's like that was a great show. The though. show is amazing. Yeah. I'm just saying like thinking about everything that no happened. No kidding. Oh yeah, you know, sure. Like, well, that show's probably not, you probably can't even get a hold of it now. I don't know. Nah, and yeah. that, I think that's so sad because honestly, like I said, you, to, you have to separate. For me, I don't. I can't, I won't say you have to, but I can separate the character from the person. Right, you know? right, so right. Well, like, that's, an, that's a super interesting, good, big conversation the, the last few years, right? Yeah. It always has, has been for a while, but you can, there is a gray line there, right? Yeah, Where absolutely. you're not going to be. I'm sorry, gray line? I don't know, a, a big blurred long yeah. spectrum maybe I should say. Yeah. Because you're not going you're not going to be just chilling out with this is the most stereotypical Hitler's short films. Yeah. But you're also not going to only be able to watch the person that 100% you morally agree with. I mean, that's obvious, but Yeah. Um, but at the same time like I don't know, man, some of the shows I watch it is hard. It starts to peel back in and I can't sit as much in it. But I also don't want it erased from history. I don't yeah. want people to not know the Cosby show existed. That's exactly. crazy. Yeah, you know? exactly, man. If for no other reason than like be aware be aware of the whole situation yeah. for safety's sake yeah. or awareness. Or, Absolutely, you know I mean? man. Absolutely. But I, I feel like it. there's probably some dudes, some movies I've seen that like even that you grew up on and you're like, you didn't know that guy was a horrible person? Yeah. And you're like, no, that's my favorite Christmas movie. You yeah. know, whatever. Exactly. But then again, like I think... That's just something, again, with the times, because back then we weren't, I mean, like our celebrities and the artists and that type of thing, they weren't so accessible. Oh, you know no, what I mean? you had so no like idea you what didn't Frank know Sinatra, exactly. how, much, how much of a good friend he was or wasn't. You found yeah. out all of that in the documentaries or the biographies right. later, you know That I mean? were still probably pretty freaking controlled. Exactly, you know I mean? exactly. And, and hopefully they actually played a part in the story being told and it's not just a bunch of friends or interviews or whatnot telling the story right right nowadays like you said it's like this it's instant access and they're following you all the time so Mm -hmm. it's like it's it's just it's a total different vibe man so so again it you almost you have to sell that image or you have to be that good person or you have to not really care like you know what i mean so it's like if you're going to be the bad boy you got to be the bad boy and not really give a damn you know what i mean like um, but yeah, there's, there's, it's no more secret. You can't kind of trick the people into thinking you're a good guy and you're not really, or like, it takes a good, good it takes team, a good effort maybe, like yeah. to pull it off. Yeah. So, um, because I feel like there might be some of that old school, um, powerful showbiz. I mean, I think if you get big enough to have a huge entourage, you can create a good, a good campaign or whatever it is. Yeah. You know? But no you're so, you're right. When everybody's got their own broadcasting system in their pocket, it's totally different. Yeah, man. And, I'm, and I also don't want to cut you off from that too, as you're saying that you have the ability to separate the art to some degree, you know, from the artist or whatever that is, mm-hmm. you know, just because that is a hot topic or whatever, or, or a debate. Yeah. Know, I, I don't know. Like Chinatown's a great m- movie and Roman Polanski's got a, a, a ton of, super sketchy past that's out in the open you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and that screenplay that he didn't write but he directed is like historically one of the most 
one of the best screenplays around. You yeah. Know? So that's an interesting one that I feel like I was that was a big part of my history learning film was Chinatown. Yeah. But some of the stuff that you when you, if you saturate too long in the behind the scenes story, you it does take some of the energy out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I I mean, like I said, even but then it's like. I think it's something that's subjective again, you know, with oh, everything. No it's like you, if you want to listen to the person, you should have the ability. I don't think that makes you yeah. an evil person because this person may have been evil. If you appreciate the art, you know what I mean? And yeah. You, or and just you want to be aware them. of what somebody like that, what their art would be too, yeah. because this is the conversation that then steps into censorship, which yep. to me is, is very clearly bad. Yeah. That if somebody's saying something dangerous or bad or making some art that is has some weird subconscious stuff, don't push that underground. Let it be out in the open so people can point at it and say that is bogus. Yep. If it goes underground, then all the followers are going to meet up underground, and then we have these surprise communities of yep. crazy people. You yep. Know? And that's let, let I, it to I, the surface. Let's talk. I agree, it out. man. I agree. <laughs> I think. I think it's like like you said. Rather than hide it, let the let the like the fans speak about it you know what i mean like yeah. meaning if it's something that people want to watch they'll watch it right and, and i mean i i do think that's a, a scary kind of a slope to be on too because you know then you have the businessmen stepping in and it's no more no longer about the art right. and they'll let whatever slide sometimes whether right. morally you know compromising or not if it's financially beneficial so but I, I do feel like you even a lot to... of times people will, like, if they don't like it, and, and if the majority of people don't like it, they won't watch it. And mm -hmm. if it's not making money, it's not getting any interest like that, it will fade away, a lot of that stuff. So I, it's almost like that, you know, when you're a kid, they, they say, hey, don't, you shouldn't watch that on TV or whatever. And it's like as soon as you get around your friends, it's like, oh, that's the comedy tape. Dad them say we shouldn't watch. Right. Play it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. Yeah, if it's in the house, it can't be too disastrous, right? You know what I mean? And it, yeah, it's just kind of that. Yeah, no, I'm I'm there on the censorship thing, just because that's that sounds scary. Because then you follow that a few steps, and you know whoever decides what is acceptable. Yeah, man. If it's one or two or ten people, that's pretty scary. Yeah. But anyway, not to get too off on that slope. Well, that's we're a, good. We're we good. got plenty we're of people good. covering that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. What's the word on the on the creative side of stuff and movie stuff? I mean, I, I've seen you working on this project for for I don't know when you started it, whether it's story or shooting or editing or whatever, all those stages. But it's we have a release coming up on what's the date? Man, my debut screening will be February twenty eighth. Okay, at cool. Um, Opry Mills. Opry Mills. Yep. And that's at 7.30, is that right? The well, showtime will be 7.15. 7.15. It, it opens okay. opens at 6.30. Um, showtime is 7.15. It's a 90-minute film. Okay, cool. And so and even right now, I could hop on even there, that theater's website, and pull no, through there? Or do I go to your no, website? You no, you have to go to my website. It, it's um, digifilmmg.com, okay. D-I-G-I. F-I-L-M-M-G.com, um, and everything's right there on the home screen. Okay, um, cool. It's all through Eventbrite. Okay, so gotcha. You, you can watch the trailer, and then you can buy a ticket, or you yeah. can buy the bundle. They got. How is Eventbrite? Is that legit? Seems like... It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, this is part of the question, too. If we're talking about true indie filmmaking, man, there's mm -hmm. some cool tools out there. It's a different conversation than, like, you know, if you're in a city with a major system film community or, mm -hmm. you know infrastructure so i'm not to cut you off but 
no, right you, there, Eventbrite for your premiere. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I um, I I tried to go a couple of different routes yeah. and ran into some walls for another reason, um, for one reason or another. Yeah. And when I reached out to Regal about doing this, you know, I spoke with um, her name is Alexis, but she's over like corporate. Yeah. Um, but. She basically, like, I let her know. I was like, hey, I'm an independent filmmaker. I want to make sure I'm not breaking any rules or anything. But it's like, is it okay if I sell pre-sale tickets? And what is the, the process on that? She, right. was, she was like, honestly, they they try to tell us no. But she's like, I understand independent film. Mm-hmm. And she said, um, you guys, you, you know, you have to make your money back however you can. So she's right. like, you do what you have to do. Yeah. So, you know, I set up the situation as far as renting out the theater and then, so to me, I I don't want to stress about ticket sales and yeah. all that type of thing that day of. So I was like, to me, Eventbrite was, I, I felt a way people could trust it. So it wasn't like they felt like they were just putting their money in my hand uh-huh. and waiting to show up. So it's like, you go to Eventbrite, you get a ticket, <laughs> you get it, you know, like You're you get all the Mexico. information. Like you get all the, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so you get all the information. I think it allows people to relax a little uh-huh. bit more but then it's like you know doing it independent it's, some people still are old school and they don't really want to spend their money online or for one reason or another right. like it, that sounds crazy like as much as people amazon and whatnot but no. it's like some people still aren't feeling that so it's like i still had to i printed some physical tickets also yeah. so I'm, I'm trying not to leave any you know door unturned at this point yeah know, so no, I think that makes sense, and I'm all about the people that are still just using cash. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So the big, the fact of the selling tickets leading up, that makes sense, actually. But even, I mean, we're talking release, mm-hmm. but jumping back, what's it been like, man? What, what's what's from brainstorming ideas, whether it's one idea that you were really hooked on, or whether you had two or three things and you're trying to figure out. Or whether this was a short film that you realized needs to be a feature, or what? What? Yeah. Where this come from? Awesome. Um, honestly, man, it it definitely comes from like you know they tell you you're supposed to write what you know. Right. Um, and again, this story is it's a it's a story that I know well. It's a story based off of some real people, um, which I kind of just I took about a four to five year time span and kind of tried to make it feel like three months basically mm-hmm. um and like you said i i did i had a couple ideas um that i went back and forth with but i felt like this one um because of the type of characters um i felt like it was easier i had more access to those type of people and i knew that world yeah. better and i didn't need as much um as far as resources to create that world you know right, what I mean? Like right. as far as settings um, yeah. and locations, I could find the locations I needed without renting a, a location or spending yeah. extra money. You know. So even as you're brainstorming and creating the foundations or the locations of the story, you're you're already aware of budget because you Absolutely. as a writer are also going to be the producer. Absolutely. If you're working on a script or a story that you think might go through a major city or that you're going to sell or that's going to get handed off to a studio, then somebody might tell you, don't worry about budget, just write. Yeah. But it's totally the opposite where you're thinking you're not going to do a story about a millionaire who blows up his mansion because he's angry about whatever. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
so that's something to think about. The the producer brain is already on from yeah. the second you're brainstorming. Yeah. And even though that chase scene across the face of the Batman building would be sick. It would be awesome. It would be just, awesome. I don't know if we have enough stunt guys. You know, I don't, not, not all. I don't think, you know, blowing all the budget for that minute, you know what I mean? You I don't take the lens cap my, off? My budget, right, exactly, right. My budget couldn't cover that minute. Right, but, right. I mean, it, it was... Yeah, honestly. but I did want to stop and just highlight that the producer brain's going from the start. Yeah, so yeah, cool. No, absolutely. I mean that that's, I think that's necessary going yeah. into it. I think because if you start off writing something and creating a world that you have no chance of bringing to life and being able to visualize, it's yeah. like you're starting off losing already. Because part of filmmaking is you have to be able to believe what you see mm-hmm. on screen. I, I, we've talked about it before in the past, where it's like. When you go to watch a movie, you're volunteering to believe you're in this world, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, it's the producer, director, it's the crew, or the filmmaking crew's job, honestly, not to mess it up. It's like, I'm right. coming and I'm volunteering. We're going to uh, Pandora for Avatar. Like, mm-hmm. okay, this is the rules of Pandora. Yeah. Cool, we're in Pandora. Don't make me feel like this is Africa. Right. Okay. Don't go at too no, far. At no point. Yeah. yeah. Keep me in Pandora, and, and and I'm there. I'm cool with that. You know right. what I mean? And and so, again, I think it's very necessary for you to be thinking budget and thinking with the producer brain going into it. You know, initially. Yeah. At the end of the day, there's no winking and being like, the sign says doctor's office, guys. Wink. You know, it mean? sounds stupid to say it. But yeah. That's crazy how many times I feel like that comes up. Um, whatever. I don't know. That is kind of absurd to say it. You know it. I don't even need to say that. But where can we... The better way to say that is where can we walk into with minimal set design and maybe we boost some lighting. Yep. But we can throw a camera on our shoulder and we can we have enough time to get real with the performances or whatever it is. Yeah. At, at, at this level, you have to be thinking that. Again, because you're thinking... Whether you're paying your actors or not, I mean, you know, it's like me for I respect artists mm-hmm. and I try not to have people work for free like mm-hmm. that. That's something that it's big to me. You know what I mean? So and even if they're coming out and I'm not paying them, I want to make sure I'm respecting their time and I'm treating them like a professional on set right. and everything. So it's like if I say we're going to be on set for eight hours, if we go eight and a half, nine, I apologize, like mm-hmm. honestly, to everybody on set. But it, it's just like. I try to I try to make sure that Oh man, I lost my thought there, huh? I, I was When you're talking about the hours on set and the respecting of the artists and not trying to push people too far when you're getting them to work with you, whether you're paying them or not paying them. Yeah. But I don't know where we're going from I, that yeah, from I was, I was it was something before that. I, yeah, yeah. I was making a point there. I don't know. I lost it, but No, but even when well, and maybe I don't want to shake it loose or mm-hmm. focus on no, it. You're but fine. Thinking about that where how does that work if you're getting people on set i mean not to jump from the writing of the story and the real world and the ability to go into something that you have access to where does that go from casting you know once you're locking down story how is that pulling people together if you're talking about that that was um again for me i keep going back to the resources and and thinking with the producer brand but it's like yeah it is man it like so i reached out to the local library which Well, it turned out to be harder than I thought it would be as far as just getting a location because yeah. um, like even like the rec centers and stuff wanted money to do it. Yeah, interesting. And um, I just, man, I was still in school at the time. So I, I called the uh, library 
And I had one that honestly had promised me that they would let me come in. I went in the day before auditions, man. And the lady was like, um, no, it's not on the books. And, huh. you know, whatever. It's like, no. And, you, you know, they charge for that room or whatever, whatever. And it was like a $200 an hour fee or something. I was like, that's not what they told me. And, right. and she's like, and at this point, you can't get it tomorrow anyway. So I was like, but I have a flyer online that people are. <laughs> right. So I went home and it's just like, oh my gosh, man. And um, I called the East. You're not going to be doing, it sounds stupid. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. Uh, but you're not, it sound, you wouldn't think about this, but just finding a location where any random person is welcome to show up. You're not doing that at your house. Yeah. You're not doing that at your friend's house. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not, um, you don't really want to do that at your place or places of business even. Exactly. Because if some crazy person walks in, and I've had somebody call me the morning of an audition at an open location and like curse me out because I hadn't returned their call fast enough. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I don't know what is going on, but I'm driving to the thing. I'm there on time. Just show up, you know. But don't worry. What's your name again? You won't be cast. It, yeah, just don't, it, was, don't. it was crazy <laughs> weird. But so it, it's, the brain might not think about that at first. Like just get a location, invite people. But yeah. you don't know who you're inviting. No, I, I definitely I thought about that because again, I'm that type of person. It's like I'm I, like I don't necessarily like have a re I don't fear people just in general. Like you know yeah. what I mean. So it's like. I, I live by the golden rule. I, I treat people with respect, and they, I get respect back. I'm not looking to do harm to anybody. I don't believe anybody's looking to do harm to me. But like you said, it's like you still can't just be reckless, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like I didn't want to bring people to the house. So it's like, all right, this this place is canceling on me with less than 12 hours before. Perfect. No, 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 about 16 hours, I say. Um, yeah, but like I said, I have the flyer online, all this thing, and the thing for me, it was like here I am, first time filmmaker, like. The, certain people know me for doing music videos and that type of thing, but I, I'm still up and coming. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Seriously. And um, I wanted people to come out and respect what I was doing. And it was just something about that. It's like I hated the fact that I was going to have to change the location before that because it's like this guy's not even organized. Like he doesn't right. even have a location. You know what I mean? Right. I, I just didn't want that vibe. And I called um, the Y. I mean, not the Y. I called the library out East Nashville, Inglewood. Okay. And um, I just, I was like, man, I don't have the time for them to tell me no. I don't even have the time for them to think about it. So I was like, student mode. I'm going straight student mode. I have my my um, my card, card and stuff. And it was like, look, man, hey, I'm a student. I have a project um, that I need to have done next week or whatever. whatever. I just yeah. need like two hours if you guys can let me in. Da, 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 da. And she was like, um, let me double check. Nobody was in there. She was like, you can come in. It's like gave me the very earliest time. But I was like. I'll take it, you know. Yeah. What I mean? And it's like I got up there that morning, set my little sign up, and and the first person came in. The very first person who uh, showed up actually ended up being my lead actress. Whoa, okay, but cool. But it was super cool because she showed up, and it's like she was kind of sweating, like she was nervous. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, that was the biggest. Like, I took a deep breath, and it was like. I have the right people here. It's yeah. like it means something to her, you know what I mean? And that, like, that to me just it meant the world to me. And I told her, I was like, "Are you you nervous?" And she was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Man, just take a deep breath. I promise." I was like, "I'm probably more nervous than you are." Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But it just it. I really, I don't know. At that moment, it was like I don't even care how many people come, but it's like I know the people who are showing up are people who want this, and it's not somebody who's just coming out to 
I want to be a part of it. He's doing a movie. Like, right. You know what I mean? It's like, no, this is somebody who's taking acting classes and who wants to do this. And Right. Yeah, that was super exciting for me. Yeah. That's pretty cool because at that point, you're stepping into the director's brain, which is creating a safe space yeah. to create in, you know? Yeah. And sometimes that's the best thing when I'm feeling stressed out or nervous or overwhelmed when I bump into somebody else and I notice that they might be feeling that same way. Um, it really is great to wake you up to, because right then you're empowered to calm them down. And then you realize it, it empowers you in general and you realize like, okay, let's, we can at least make this cool with each other. Yep. You know, even if the rest yep. of the world's burning down, we're cool right now. Seriously. You know? Yep. Yeah. So that's cool. And then, I mean, you know, I come from making music and yeah. I always go back to those memories. It's like, I would always be nervous before I would go on stage. Like, it's like I'd be, oh, I'd go to a club or whatever and it's like, knowing I'm going to perform that night, it's all good. And then it's like, somebody comes and tap me and it's like, hey, you go on in five minutes. And it's like, oh God. Yeah. And my heart started beating. And, and then it's like, I'm standing backstage, nervous, 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 and then the beat drops and it all just goes away. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I've always just took that feeling and I've always just associated it with like being nervous or having butterflies or whatever. Sometimes it's being scared or whatever, but sometimes it's just because it means something to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, you just, you want it to go right. So, you know, and that that's how I take it now. Now, so it's like, that's the same thing I told her. I was just like, you know, you're nervous. I was like, that's because it means something to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, embrace that. You know what I mean? Like, seriously. So, that's it for sports it's the same when the, after the first play it's just uh, I've heard uh, Shane Black talk about it screenwriter director guy and we, that, this might have come up on one of the podcast episodes before or we mm -hmm. might have talked about it but he's big about you switch uh, parts of the brain you're in your fear and can I do this part of the brain yep. and then once you finally get going you switch into the problem solving part of yep. your brain which doesn't have any space or time or focus for can I do this you're Absolutely. it's happening Absolutely. so now you're just trying to figure it out whether it's sports or whether it's a show or whether it's a script like actually sitting down and writing I can feel that feeling that's of, that of winner. transitioning yeah that's that winner it's that's crazy. A, it's a characteristic of winners like it's oh good people who oh good will not be <laughs> defeated like seriously like you said it's problem solving but it is it's because honest i feel that way honestly every time i'm going i don't set. always beat it but I when you that, do man it feels I, good but i i i would debate you on that okay because cool. <laughs> i'd say i'd say when you when you're going to set yeah like sometimes you can you can feel as prepared, like, you know what I mean? The night before, you feel like, I've got it all together. I got my shot list. I got my gear. Like, mm -hmm. it feels good. And then you get there, and it's like, <sighs> whether you didn't location scout or whatever, something's not oh, the way you thought it was going to. Exactly. It's always something, yeah. right? But you don't let that stop you. No, you're not going to cancel. You go into, no. you know what I mean? You go instantly into, okay, how do we work with this and make the best out of it? And, like, I mean, you have to have that in you to deal with, not just filmmaking, like, to be a person who who runs anything like as far as like putting something together if if you're yeah. the head of an organization or like spec most anything. things creative yeah. though that most things creative like yeah sure well there's going to be part of it is experience and getting older in terms of just there's problems there's going to be problems yeah there's no surprise there so when one or two or 20 come up let's not be surprised yeah you know? straight up we've got a space on the list that says problems that come up. So we're going to, you know, we've already accounted for the fact that we don't know what's coming, but something's coming. Yeah. Um, right on, man. Well, 
I'm trying to think then from so getting her fall grabbing the rest of the cast going into production i'm not trying to walk you through every no you're good man honestly, here, but you're good well was, I, I know we skip, like? i skipped over i know you you had mentioned yeah. like the writing and all that stuff like the i, I came from the idea it came from a real story i knew um started writing on it honestly you were big motivation man i'm not gonna leave that right out on. yeah because in the time seeing you get your your film to the point of screening and and you know yeah. it, the release it was like i i had the privilege like the perfect storm for me it's like i was coming through right. as you were figuring that out and it was like i can watch you i i get to watch you i get to ask you questions of hey man like what is the process of trying to book a theater or yeah. trying to and you know what I mean? it was because of you belcourt was even in my mind like right. it was it was just like that's where I want to go, you know what I mean? Because I remember he tried to go here, wasn't really successful for him. And it's like, I remember going, I remember the night, I remember how that, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you got to like, check out all your different options. Are you thinking, some people are trying to pitch you outside, that's fine, but yeah. we got weather now. Absolutely. Some people are trying to pitch you uh, headphones, Yeah. individual headphones for yep. the audience. If I'm doing a scary movie or something, that's fine. But if I'm doing a comedy or something, no way. No. Because you need to hear other people laughing. I mean, there's so many elements there. Yep. If you do have a venue, because I did a screening before where we had the, um, it was a giant studio. We brought in our own chairs. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's such a headache that you then you're looking at an actual theater thinking, you guys got chairs and a bathroom. And oh you guys even have snacks. Man. Absolutely. Seriously. You got good cookies here. Seriously. You know? like, and, and, like you said, and not just that. It's like, it's set up for this. The sound is yeah. set up for this. And it's like... So it's like there's it, a reason why you put a few more bucks on a theater. Not always, yep. but you are saving a lot of manpower hours. You know, if you really think about it, it's obvious. Absolutely. But a lot of times you don't think about it. Absolutely. And uh, well, outside of that, I mean, for me, it was just like the very first one mm -hmm. had to be in a theater. Like, honest, I was willing to pay a little bit extra sure. or whatever the case. Sure. It was just. You know, it's a personal thing. And Let's it's like, I just, I want that experience. You know, it's oh, like, yeah, yeah man, I, I need to come. I'm rubbing my hands together. Oh, man, seriously. <laughs> you, yeah, exactly. But it's like, because I told my wife, it's like, um, before we start the, the movie, I have to get a picture inside with everybody in there. I was like, I'm telling my photographer, like, because that yeah. means, like, I need to see everybody in here. Like, right. That's what it was all about for me. Like, in terms you know of the I mean? whole crew and cast together, you mean? Or what do you mean? The theater. I want, uh, gotcha, I, I gotcha. Need, before we start that movie we will yeah. be cutting the lights on and i'm taking a picture in there with the, everybody because right on. i i have to like that just that meant a lot to me and that oh, was yeah. ultimately that's why i decided not to go with the you know a couple of the other choices mm -hmm. because whether it was they were trying to get me to pick a weekday mm -hmm. which i didn't necessarily feel like would be you know what i mean in right, my best interest at that, sure. yeah man it's like you know you work years on this thing and it's like Again, I've been thinking so technical and been thinking so creative. Mm -hmm. I haven't really, like, the marketing thing isn't really my strong suit, Man. right? Oh, yeah. So it's like, I know the different things I am putting together. I need footage and I need proof of an event. I mm -hmm. need a night where people have a ball, where people mm -hmm. have the time of their life. And I don't feel like a Wednesday night when people have to get up and deal with the kids the next morning and get up and right. go to school is the best night to do that. You know what right. I mean? So it's like if I have to spend a couple extra dollars to do this, I will. Because to me, ultimately, it's like it's levels to it, especially right. coming from an independent standpoint. Right. I'm thinking, how do I create a buzz here? 
Mm-hmm. And from the buzz here, create footage of the buzz I right. have here so I can create a buzz online. Yeah. And from the buzz online, I'm just looking for a certain amount of people. You know, right. it's a numbers game. From then, I'm just looking like I don't I don't have to get everybody. And I don't care if you're in Milwaukee or if you're in Australia. Yeah. If you're willing to support what I'm doing, you know, like I want to find you and I want to target you. Yeah. And I make sure I'm I'm catering to you like, you know what I mean? Like everything I'm doing put a couple dollars on my Australian ad. Put a couple <laughs> dollars like seriously like <clears throat> serious, you know? It's like yeah. cuz I, I listen to a lot of musicians and the way that they describe the independent game now it's like we're back in the day the goal was to go platinum or whatever whatever and like ryan leslie is one of like i think one of the most intelligent artists of the last decade or whatnot because i listened to him do an interview one time and he was talking about how he sold 400 grand of uh, 400 records on his first one and then like 70,000 on his second album. Right. But that album actually had two Grammy winning like or right. two Grammy nominated um singles As on it. The industry's changing. Right. You can see it on but the stats. But he's only he's only selling 70,000, sure. right? So when he talks financially, I think it was up around 300, 400 grand he made off of that album. The last album which everybody considers him to be have fallen off, mm-hmm. the last album he he's in control of everything. Right. He only sold 15,000 copies. Made one point five million. Yeah, because his percentage is coming it's, all to him. Yeah, because yeah, he's in control of the money. He's in control of the show percentage, and yeah. he also went another step further. It's like, and not just social media. He has everybody's texts, like their their uh, cell phones numbers. Right. So he's he has an app that he's developed where he has he knows if I'm in Nashville. I'm texting these people, not just sending them uh, um, something on social media. Email or social media. And it feels much more personal. Like he said, you know, I'm sending you a text. Hey, man, I'm going to be at Bridgestone tonight or whatnot. If you guys are free, I'd love for you to come out. Right. You know what I mean? And a a certain amount of fans, a lot of people dig that, that connection. And knowing that, you know, you guys matter to each other. Yep. And so it's like, again, I'm just thinking along those um, standpoints. So it's like, you know, I'd love to be Ryan Coogler or Ava DuVernay or Martin Scorsese right. or, you know, I'm like, I look up to all of those people. Sure. But it's like, I won't let that determine whether I feel like I'm a success or not in this. Or and, even getting to move on an idea. If you got a story to tell. Oh, absolutely. Can we, okay, what are the routes here? You wait for a bigger studio, you pitch it to a smaller company, or you try to pull it off yourself. I mean, in the broadest sense. Yeah. And I think different things will call for different stuff. Sure. But, you know, you got to, you got to be realistic. You got to work your way into certain situations. So yep. if you're really itching to tell a story, man, just get all the Ferraris out of, out of the script, Absolutely. and then go shoot in some neighborhoods that you can. You Back know? to initial the in, writing uh, stuff. Early yeah. In the, yeah, early in the conversation, and it, yeah, that's that's honestly what it's about. And that's honestly like like I said, I had the privilege of watching you finish your project up. So it's like, and then getting to see how how good it looked on screen. It's like right okay, on. like you know what I mean? Like this looks amazing on screen. Like no, not once was I sitting there wondering. I wonder what camera he shot this with. Outside of me being a filmmaker, right, like that's good. Yeah. I do want to know what camera you shot it with, so I know, like, okay, yeah, this will get me this quality. It's like, but it, I, I wasn't picturing uh, Jonathan Mitchell, our cinematographer, uh, flexing in a spotlight with uh, several of uh, a few other dudes <laughs> that shot some stuff. Uh, Jake Hernandez, Jared Rosso, um, and. Um, uh, there's some other people that pick up a camera on that too. Nice, but um, 
Anyway, yeah, John Mitchell was the core cinematographer. On nice, that. man, nice. Yeah. I mean, you guys crushed it, though. And then, again, like I said, so that's motivating to me. And then, also, it's like... Josh Carter, sorry. He's nice. another guy that shot some stuff. Anyway, nice, keep going. Nice, nice, No, it's outside of that, I had competed in the 48, the 48-hour um, film, okay. which was my first, honestly, like, I'd done the music video thing. So, going into the 48 was my first time, honestly, even dealing with audio, mm-hmm. and then had some audio classes or whatnot and it's like okay um this is kind of cool and it's like if i can make a seven minute movie apply the same principles Mm. stretch some story you know what i mean do some more things It's like i can do this on a long form i know it i know it's a lot more detailed and it's like again if if i mess up a prop in a seven minute film it's not as bad to go and fix that whereas you do that and you know a feature you're looking at something a little bit different but I don't know. That's where the confidence came from. And then it was like, I understood location. I'm in Nashville. Um, nobody's coming to find me. Nobody, mm-hmm. like, I can graduate. There will not be a balloon waiting outside of college when I get out that's right. saying he's arrived. You know what I mean? Wow. It's like, no, like, I want to do this, so I have to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I've heard it. I can't remember who said it, but it's like if you want to be a filmmaker, you have to make films. Right. Period. So it's and like, that's the best calling card to anybody who you might want to work with in the future, is when you say I have a feature that I made. Um, that's huge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because even if it's just you doing the handheld camera, renegade through the woods, you know, you could be a crazy person that made a feature. You know, I guess to some degree, all people making features need a touch of the good kind of crazy. Absolutely. But, you know, I don't know. There's even the person that makes, there's something to be said about if you're getting over a certain length yeah. of film production. No, man. I, I, there's there's a, a better way to say that. There's but. an accomplishment. <laughs> like, no, I like, Honestly, there's there is there's pride that goes with it. There's like a sense of accomplishment because nobody really understands until they do it. Like right. I mean, because it is the same, but it's like you invest so much more time. You invest so much more as far as like I know for me, I felt like I had invested so much more as far as time and and just expectation, I guess, mm-hmm. with people and and then. Again, social media kind of, it's a gift and a curse. Sure. Because my thinking was, hey, man, I'll start promoting these behind the scenes pictures and let people kind of watch the process as it happens. But people don't get it. You know what I mean? Because when they hear about Bad Boys 3, it's coming out in two months. Right. So when they start seeing behind the scenes pictures, initially you're getting, okay, when's it coming out? Right. It's like, you're primed to not hear about it until it's there. Exactly. And there's a chance that the behind the scenes crew budget was bigger than the budget on some of these true indie films that are made. Listen, (laughs) listen. But man, the colors in that new one look so good. The purples and the slow motion. Listen. So then it's Have like, you seen it by the way? The new yeah. I haven't yet. Bad okay. Boys Three. Okay. Yeah, I gotta see it. Man. I, well, Here's yeah, that. I'm pointing to Bad Boys One. Wait, that's my favorite. Wait, honestly, if we're gonna have, oh, oh it's down. It must be down here. Anyway, yeah. All right. Side note: What's your favorite? Oh, you haven't seen Three, I so seen you're the three, not. So yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. but definitely the first one over the second one. My man. Yeah, my man. Yeah. Um, but you know, the second one's real fun. It I is. Just, it's it's more action packed, yeah. but it's bigger budget too. But as sure. as just a story and just yeah. 
being into it, and I think it was funnier too. I think the first one. Was well, it's just too. there's something almost with the diehard nostalgia there with the original Bad Boys. I mean, yeah. I might have even said this to somebody this week talking about Bad Boys, but in high school, on my inside of my locker, I had like a Photoshop collage of different movie posters. Nice. And I mean, Bad Boys, Swingers, Tombstone. Those are some of the ones that were up there nice. early on. Nice. Um, but oh yeah, man, and 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 some Skittles. I mean, man, forever. My you know? my my lead actor, honestly, like Fruit Bubblelicious and some Skittles. Nice. Yeah, yeah. He always talks about that movie. He that's what's funny. He always talks about Bad Boys, and he says literally he remembers watching it as a kid. Yeah. And that movie being the movie that made him like I want to be an actor. Yeah, that's cool. what's cool about it too. So yeah, man, they do a great yeah. job in that one. Um, everybody does. Anyway, yeah, no, we jumped up. off yeah. rightly, no, up, rightly no, so. Yeah, no, we're um, good, we're good. But anyway, I don't even know where we were on that. I mean, we're definitely dipping back into the writing process through all of this because yeah. when you're dealing with budget constraints, then your writing process ties into every part of production. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. It, I mean, I just, well, I just, I know, I remember I was graduating. Well, I knew graduation was coming up. I was maybe like two semesters away, mm-hmm. right? So it was just like, while I'm trying to figure out this career thing, now's the perfect time to just try it you know mm-hmm. what i mean and so i just i did it with yeah. i wrote it i felt confident about the story when i got to a, a place where i felt confident about it um it was just yeah it, it was really more so i just I, what i did i went back and i watched some of my favorite directors i went mm-hmm. back and i watched um scorsese i went back mm-hmm. and i watched um fight Mean Streets. Mm-hmm. I went back and watched Mean Streets, and I watched um, Raging Bull. Yeah, and I watched um, She's Got to Have It by okay. Spike Lee. Yeah, and so it was like what I want. I didn't want to give myself unrealistic expectations, mm-hmm. right? Because it was like even though I'm working with a minimum budget, I still wanted to be. Let me compete with who these guys were as they were coming out of school. Definitely, right? Looking at early work is is yeah. great for that. Yeah. So and and honestly, like I said, it gives me confidence because I go back and it's like you know these guys are on a pedestal for me because I I really respect what they do. But then I go back and it's like oh okay, so they made some mistakes too, right? Even in their films that are regarded as classics, like I can watch them and it's like oh okay, like that continuity doesn't match or that's not the best choice of lighting or I heard that audio kind of clip there like you know what I mean uh, whatever or even this location is not that spectacular the best, exactly but i'm still digging it i'm still watching absolutely uh, one of my favorites for that is ryan johnson and brick man because that movie is awesome and that's an early early movie and it had a reasonable budget but it's an independent you know mm-hmm. and like i just love looking at what are the locations we're doing even if we're having a scene in like a fancier house slash mansion they're getting one that's literally under construction so it's empty and they're just letting the rolls of carpet be in the shot, and that they're just having a party there. They're hanging nice. out there, you know. Let that play in. Mm-hmm. Hope I'm not just making that up from some other story, but I'm pretty sure that's from that, you know. Yeah. But he's a good one to watch. And then I mean, we already said we already brought up John Favreau's Swingers, Swingers yeah. you know. But um, anyway, yeah, cool stuff. Okay, yeah, so looking at, at some early Spike and Scorsese. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's that got me going. Um, and then it was just like, yeah, I, I, I was. I don't know. You just, again, just that you get to that point where it's like, okay, I have a script. I think it's good enough. I know I don't, I'm not, I don't have a, a, um, 
route to getting a budget mm-hmm. at this point. So it's like either you're gonna work with what you have or you're not gonna do it. So right. what's it gonna be? Right. You know what I mean? And it's like I'm gonna do this thing, you know? So it's like I reached out to a couple people. It's like, hey man, I'm I'm thinking about this and honestly it was crazy, man. Like I I didn't get any help. Like I not the people I reached out to a couple of people I was in school with at the time and like I said, I, I I assumed we would all be along the same wavelength of like, hey man, it's a perfect opportunity for us to do some stuff. Yeah. But it's like, well, I had two people show initial interest. I think I'm hearing some. Yeah, it yeah. Might be. That's all right. Okay, sorry. okay, sorry. You good? Perfect. Okay. Um, so it was like the first person to back out waited till the day of the first table read uh-huh. and just text me and was like hey i'm, I'm not going to be able to come I, w- I won't be able to be a part anymore um but if you want me to read the script or whatever send it and it was like it's like do i want you to judge is this investor my... or actor sorry no this is crew crew okay got crew. You. Cool. yeah this is crew i don't know where i lost yeah it. yeah, yeah you know this is crew so it was like um no, I was just speaking on like how I had reached out to some people that yeah. I was in school with trying to figure it out. Because, again, I'm Building just like... Building the team out. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like I don't have the resources, so I'm looking for people that, for one, I kind of have a relationship with. And I, I know you at least... You know what you're doing, at yeah. least to some point, And we can figure it out together. Now, and I, you're both interested, so this doesn't cost them as much to come give these hours because it's something they care about. Absolutely. Yeah, there's an And I'm thinking, I'm thinking we're all thinking, okay, hey, as we graduate, we'll all have this... Um, to add to our resumes now, it's like whether I want to sure. be a producer or a DP, whatever the case may be, it's like whatever we make, you'll have a resume to say, hey, I did this for a full, you know, mm-hmm. and I have a script. It's not like something that I'm sitting back and I'm like, hey, I'm thinking about doing something, you know. But anyhow, like the first person to back out done that. Um, and then one person came to one table read yeah. and then no more. Sure. And, but I told everybody um, at the audition, I told, because I did auditions by myself, and I told everybody um, before they came in, I kind of, everybody who was there first, I was like, hey guys, you know, I'm Joseph E. Banks. This is a little bit about me. And I was like, hey man, one thing about me you guys will learn is if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Right. And if you guys sign up for this, I need you to understand we're going to do this mm-hmm. and if you if you're here if you're going to audition today i need you to be in i don't need you if if three four months down the line you're going to decide this isn't what i want to do yeah please leave now and I, like i was very clear with that because it again it's like i understand you, you will be showing up because i wasn't paying anybody you right. know what i mean i understand all of that and i'm trying to respect your time all of that. And I don't want anybody to feel like I'm getting over on you or anything. I need people who can understand we're trying to build something here, right? And I didn't need anybody who felt like they were bigger than the the project itself. It's like anything. I, I cleaned up sets. I done it all. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're not willing to get in with me or just be a little bit flexible with me, like I need you guys to go ahead and leave now. Yeah, and you got to be upfront about that because there's so many levels of styles of production that you can be a part of. Absolutely. If somebody walks in thinking it's one type of production and then they're having to help with the set design, yep. they could be furious, you know what I mean? And I but understand that. if they come in knowing that, then that, they could really be engaged by that because yep. then they get to bring some piece from their childhood and put it in the room, even if they're an actor. Um, no, doesn't mean your production designer is not still 
you know, whoever's in charge of the set isn't still full tilt. That's their deal. But even your production designer is going to know I'm open to a certain amount of ideas within what we need. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just because we can't cast the perfect statue based off of our, what our illustrator designs. Anyway. What yeah, no, seriously. Example, no, I get you. I get you, though. Yeah. I get you. Uh, um, so it's like, yeah, I went from that point and it's like, okay, I get the understanding with my cast and we did the first table read and like I my my big thing was the lead actor we formed a, a relationship really quickly because I saw he was in like I was like we did the first table read and everybody left and he stayed we did it at my house and he stayed over like two and a half three extra hours cool. and we just kind of talked I was showing him some of my old work and he just kind of, like I said, that's when he was like, man, I've been wanting to do this since Bad Boys. And kind of, he's like, I, he had no training. He yeah. he had no, like, formal training. He did some stage plays. Um, but it's all just kind of watching stuff and trying to imitate it right. to the best of his ability. But he takes direction well. Cool. And um, so, again, I was able to form a good relationship with him. And I understood he wanted it as bad as I did. And, again, like I said, once I felt like the people that I was going to be working with were all in at that point, my other, my last crew member backed out and it was literally just me. Yeah. And it was like, I don't care. I literally didn't care as long as everybody right. was willing to show up. So like making this film was literally for 85 to 90% of it is me and my wife. Right. Who has no technical training at all she's yeah. just being supportive and it's like she held boom poles for me she helped co-produce she like she Love was it. outstanding you yeah. know and, and um she probably knows a ton now absolutely <laughs> like absolutely it got to the point like i said i'd be sitting at the computer working on something and she'd look over i don't really like the color there i you don't like the color there like when did you start yeah. noticing color like and then you're like you're right yeah that's the part that oh it's like oh my god because of the lack of training i almost respect the criticism yeah, more I, yeah because it's like you don't even know why you feel the way you but feel you see it yeah you see it and it's just you know what i mean that's it, important it's great to have people around that have different backgrounds of how they learn their thing you know especially people that studied a whole other focus yeah because they're coming that's why so many they say so many cinematographers that are foreign are do really well because whenever they're in a whenever you're in another country you're just seeing things differently mm -hmm. you're noticing more i always thought that was pretty interesting yeah no i i, yeah. I can see why that you know it makes there. sense no anyway, it's just just yeah. like me being in nashville born and raised in nashville somebody from new york can come here and see some stuff and yeah. be like hey that's kind of interesting it's like what the the sound stadium right like, you know what i mean yeah so it's, yeah it's, that's i think that's it is funny true. how you yeah. notice and now obviously since you're from here you know some back streets and some locations from 15 years ago that are you know that's a huge asset right? yeah um, yeah i mean i've squeezed a lot of old school memories out and pulled some locations yeah around, around greater nashville you know oh man me myself also it's like but then you also have those couples it's like i'll share some of my locations but then some of them it's like yeah <laughs> i don't know if i'm letting anybody else have that one really, right, right, right. Know, so yeah. i might not tilt up and show you that where in the skyline yeah. reference we are because yeah. that's happened to me like i it's crazy i have a scene in my film where we shooting a music video yeah. in the scene and i kid you not you know well it's been 
two years now since I've been working on it. But yeah. again, posting the shot on Instagram, right? I've seen three music videos already the in that spot. same location. Yeah. Absolutely, and it was just like, come on, guys, like, right? Yeah, yeah but. Is it the you know, same yeah. shirt? Come on, change Seriously. the outfit. Seriously, do something. <laughs> Seriously, like don't all right, change the background. Do something. Yeah. Like he shot from well, the same angle, the same. If, it, if like, it yeah. was anything with the skyline, you can be sure the background has been changed. If it's been a few months, that's right? true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, right Probably on. A couple man. more cranes. Yeah. yeah. So, th- yeah. So that's interesting. As you're talking about the bare bones of the crew of it, and then working through, and then you just you know how you got takes time yeah and as long as actors don't bail and too many people don't shave their head without telling you or whatever but that happened like that happens um yeah yeah that happens or somebody's car was in a shot you know what i mean and then they don't have that car anymore or an actress has a baby right or like you know or somebody moves all the exact somebody moves i dealt with that also or like i mean yeah like when you're not putting money on the table and signing that kind of contract that's to some degree, even if they're all in, it's yep. like, hey, you know, my aunt, I need to go move to North Carolina now. Yeah. You know, I'm and still I, And all I have in. to respect it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, what, what can you do at that point? Yeah, exactly. You're never going to be, if you come at them as if you've paid them, then you're just insane. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, it's like, yeah. So it's like you ha- you walked at, and it was crazy because I got a compliment working on another set. Yeah. Um, with somebody who was in that film and they were just like I don't understand how you're so patient on set like you, you I've never seen you upset I never like and I was like honestly like honestly I, I'm not upset on set most times because for one I believe I'm working with a working I mean I'm working with an adult who wants to be there and again I live by the golden rule mm-hmm. I'm not gonna yell and disrespect you because I don't want you to yell and disrespect me because I don't work well like that. Like, I'm going to shut down. I don't, you know. And so it's like, I don't want to put that energy off on you. Don't bring it back this way, you know. And, and but then also on that other end of it, it's like, I'm not paying you guys. So <laughs> I can't come in and be loud and boisterous and all that stuff. Because, again, it's like when you say, you know what, I'm done. And pack up. It's like, oh, so what do I say to everybody else here? Sorry, guys, I, I couldn't hold my tongue. I couldn't. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, that's not acceptable. You, and I told that person, I was like, the reason I'm able to maintain my cool or whatever is because I always think about the project. Ultimate, it's Big always picture. ultimately about the project. It, whatever me and you are feeling, whether we're getting along, you know what I mean, the best at the time, it's irrelevant. It's right. irrelevant. It, getting this done is the point making our day getting you know what i mean what, right. we, what we came to get is the most important thing so yeah yeah man and when you do bump heads i mean it's something that you can get past to you can always go say you're sorry if something does get kind of crazy exactly you know? but to create the mindset where that's going to be a common possibility that we're stepping into anger with each other yeah i mean there's a time and a place for a lot of this stuff especially if you're trying to do something really emotional and a lot of takes or whatever it is but I'm the same way for the most part where, you know, we're fighting something here uh, as a team. And if we turn on each other, we're wasting huge energy resources. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah, we just don't have that many bullets. And we got to keep shooting at the, you know, yep. the prize, which is not prize, but the goal, which is completing this project. And, and along, something with, that we care about. along with what you were saying, I think when both parties understand that 
it's all about the project. You don't take stuff personal. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like even, like I said, I am chill for most of the days, but I do remember specifically me and my lead actor. Mm -hmm. It's like one, we were towards the end of our span in one location. Like we had been by there maybe four or five times and it was like this was going to be ultimately the last time, right? And it's like we were kind of pushing it, you know what I mean? And and it was this time they were kind of joking, it, you know, nothing big, nothing, right. you know. But it was just like he was, he kind of kept goofing the line and it was like, hey, man, I kind of need you. Like, well, instead of you guys joking, I need you to get that line together. Like yeah. this matters. Like we have two and a half hours and we need this. We have to have that. Right. So it's like, you know what I mean? And it's like I knew he took it. A little different because it's like I'm I am normally the chill guy, right? But again, like I said, he he took his little five minutes or whatever and kind of he understood it. And it's like even that day after we shot that scene, again we were we were joking ten minutes after whatever, and right. even after that day we talked about it. And he was like, I understood. He's like, I knew. He's like, because I've never seen you like that, I understood the the um, importance of what this was. Yeah. Also, it's like, like he said, because I know it's not about me. It wasn't about me, person. It was about, hey, we have to get this done. Right. And and again, so like I said, it's just again, I think people understand that. You know what I mean? It's like whether I'm if I'm just throwing my weight around because I'm the director or producer, or if it's like, okay, guys, I am the captain of this ship. Sure, but. So it's like, yeah, we will kind of follow my lead, but it's a it's a conversation with me more so. It's like I do have the last say, um, and it's like I don't want to go back and forth about everything, but I'm not a director who shuts you down because also I feel like being a director, knowing I have the final say, um, I should be able to spot a good idea also. Yeah. So if an actor has a good idea, hey, let me try it this way or let me... Let's do it. Let's see yeah. it. And if you dig your plan going in, your script, your shot list, whatever, then you're probably 10 times more open to noticing a good idea. Yep. Because you're not worried about, like, you know, we got to find something as yep. we're rolling. Um, I just, I always think of uh, the rules of attraction. Um, Roger Avery, mm -hmm. there's this unbelievable split, split screen sequence that... Uh, that comes up a lot. That movie is very hard for anybody that's like, I'll take my kids to watch this. Never don't do it, that. It's okay. yeah. freaking heavy con content. Okay. Um, so just be aware that you're signing up for some right from the start. It's really intense material. Um, but there is a sequence in there that's split screen that um, is awesome. And in the split screen at the end merges into one shot. We might've been through this before. It comes up with me a lot. Um, but as you say that, I um, do feel like they're waking up in the morning. They walk to class. The class has been canceled. These two characters, and then they meet each other in a hallway, and then they talk, and, and then and then the camera pulls back. I remember they, that yeah. shot because it's, you saying that I, we yeah. did. We definitely we talked, talked about, about that this, shot. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful, and I know that in that moment in the script, it was that they were supposed to have, at the end of that conversation share a kiss, um, but then when they were rehearsing, um, Shannon Sossman, I, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, is how you pronounce it, but um, pulled off James Vanderbeek, I think is how you, I think uh, okay. I'm I got you. messing up his name, uh, his glasses and, and so that she could see his eyes while they were rehearsing. Um, and the director was watching that and was like, stop that right there. That's it. Forget the kiss. Yep. Instead of a kiss, which we see in every type of scene like this, yep. you pulling off the eyes and the eye contact and the, 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 the this whole shot is about connection. Felt much so to more go intimate. From the, yep. Yeah. From the shades to the eyes, that's huge. You yep. know? So they went with that, and that's what's in the final shot, and it's great. Yep. You know? 
but anyway, all that to say, agree, go in there, be open, especially again, if they're not walking away with a bunch of money, then they get to feel truthfully, which yep. is what they are, a creative contributor a little bit more if they have an idea. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, like you said, I think that's important because for, for everything, like you just want people to feel included. You know, being on set is sometimes it can be sitting around for two, three hours sure. for an actor. You know what I mean? And one thing I've also learned is having somebody, a co-producer or an assistant or somebody along just to kind of keep people informed. Even if you're saying, hey, we're going to shoot this scene next and then this other one next. And your scene's still four scenes away. Just kind of coming to buy and checking on them and, you know what I mean, keeping them engaged. It, you're saying, hey, man, I just need you for another two hours. And they'll wait for without realizing it because they, they feel like you're not just sitting them in a corner. and You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, again, just making everybody feel involved in the process. And uh, like I said, once you're there doing your thing, yeah, it is. It's kind of liberating, I guess, in a way to feel like, I am like, I'm I'm having some choices in in what this character looks like and what how this character is yeah. presented and how you know what I mean like yeah. I'm not just doing what this person wanted me to do and it also it's I don't know I, it, it does it, it it to me I can understand why it would feel like a little bit of creative genius because it is it, yeah. it it is and really, it depends you know? on the project sure but again from the beginning of being a writer and a producer you're trying to create a vibe or a project or a tone or whatever that is open to some of that. Yeah. Whereas there are certain projects out there that if one of the characters got to pick some of their clothes, it wouldn't, the whole movie falls up. I mean, can you I feel Absolutely. like no country for old men? I can't imagine watching that. If one of them gets to pick up the, you know, the costumes are so perfect in that movie. Yep. Um, I guess period piece that makes it a little bit more obvious, but anyway, yeah, no, I get you the whole product. I mean, dreamscape was the same way where so many of the costumes, not all, but for the most part, we're pull we're going in and researching people's closets before we're getting into mm -hmm. production, you know? Yeah. Um, right on. Okay, no, cool. Nice. Yeah, man. I mean, as you're getting through that production and we don't have to go too much deeper, I feel like we got some good combo. I'm, I'm on good, us. man. I, 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 well, one thing. I know I do want to talk about is I like even with technology and all that stuff yeah. getting cheaper it's easier for people to make films or whatever yeah. or or it's more accessible right but the one thing a lot of people underestimate is the process right and I say that is it's like they don't know that feeling of like I can't speak for everybody, but I know my very first time, like I was probably, I'd probably worked on it for about a year and a half, closer to two years mm -hmm. before I actually watched it as a one piece. Cause I worked on it in scenes, right? Chunks, yeah. So I edited it in scenes. And when I finally put it all on one timeline and watched it, yeah, I was depressed, dude. I was totally depressed. Cause it was like, you have in your mind what this is going to look like. You make sacrifices in the the scenarios or whatever when you're on set, you you know, because of time or whatever the case may be. And then it's like, it, it's cool in the time. But then, again, you go from watching one and a half minute, two and a half minute scenes to trying to watch something 90 minutes long. And it's like, man, this doesn't really flow behind that. Sure. Or I don't like that just going from this scene to that scene or... It just whatever this scene is yeah. too loud coming behind that right. scene yeah. or it's just like and then it's like what have I done like I've been doing this for two years now <laughs> I've been promoting the people 
I have a movie coming. Yeah. And it's like, I've I've turned everybody loose. Like, all my actors are gone. It's yeah. like, and I have this pile of footage. And it's like, <laughs> what do I do with this? Like, I've done what I thought I was going to do. Right. And this shit ain't working. Right. It's like, I, what do I do from here? And it's like, I, lit, I remember getting up from the computer, turning it off, and I didn't turn it back on for like three weeks. Yeah. Like, straight up. It was just like. I don't even know what to do with it. I have no clue. And I can't remember if I watched, I can't remember what film I watched. I watched a film and it was like, again, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm being kind of hard on myself because okay. you watch, well, I probably watched like two or three because Netflix is, you know, it's like, it's kind of hit or miss. You sure. know what I mean? So oh, it's yeah, like, no I watch the movies and it's like, these guys got a lot more budget, but these films aren't really, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm right there with them. It's yeah. like, granted, I, I need to fix some things or, sure. or maybe, you know, change some transitions and cut the audio before you, or, or leave the audio playing right. as you cut to this scene next and see how that sure. feels a little bit better rather than having the, the instance. Is, is the flow of the whole piece. And you can't even comprehend that until yep. you see it put together. Absolutely. And you realize, I'm cutting you off. Good. No, you're good, you're good. It's like, oh, how much exterior B-roll do I have? Like just to show, I'm, I mean, I, I even went and grabbed some city shots at yep. one point f for a project. That I didn't even end up using them, but I, I, I didn't know. And I knew I needed to help with the flow of the overall piece. I've know? done it. I've, I've done it. I've, yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Because again, it just, it felt like at one point it's like we're going from living room to another living room of dialogue dangerous people sitting in the table dialogue living room dialogue <laughs> and it was just like how much dialogue are we gonna have here it's like right. you know so it's like you kind of have with at that point it is what it is because i filmed it that way as far as like it's gonna be dialogue i'll trim some sure. of it but it's like i still have to find a way to make this a better version of what I have, you know? And and again, then I really understood what they say. You make the film three times. You really do. You write oh, it. Oh, man. You shoot it. And you edit it. And it like it's a truth behind that. Like, you literally do. Because I remember sitting with my lead actress and watching it. And she didn't realize it. But the best piece of, of criticism she could have gave me was we're sitting there watching it. And I noticed every time she wasn't on screen, she wasn't watching it. She'd go to her phone, or she'd yeah, and it was like, I'm not. If I'm not keeping her attention, forget somebody who's not. You know what I mean? Oh, in yeah, it. No kidding. So it's like okay, but it's like I remember how interested everybody was in the script and everything. You know what I mean? Like even when we'd film it, they'd be like, "Oh, this is gonna be great," and it's gonna be. So it's like, what am I missing here? Sure. What like, and then again, it's like you go back to soundtrack, and it's like okay, sometimes just adding. One string, huge. One string behind something. It's not not music per se, no. just a score, more sure. so. You know, and a and bed, it, a drone, a tone. It adds so much yeah. to it, and then I just, you know, I just you start playing with that, and and you try something, and then it works or it doesn't. And I I kind I went back and forth for doing that, and then my real test um, was actually December. 
early December, we went to um, Gatlinburg. My family's okay. kind of been doing that. Yeah, cool. Um, yearly now. And me and my brother's family and my cousin. So we all go up there. And we rented one with like a little theater. Oh, thing cool. So I was like, man, I got it. This little is perfect screening. test. This perfect nice. testing on yeah. it. So I filmed it or showed it for him. And my cousin, he was like, man, I don't know what you did. He was like, but I remember you showing this to me like a couple weeks ago. And he was like, it's pretty much the same like images on screen. But he was like, he was like, something is different. He was like, it like. And I was like, thank you for saying that. Thank yeah. you. Like, that means more to me than you realize. And honest, he he's not lying. I literally, it's the same footage. Yep. Maybe one or two images that actually changed on the screen, but a little narration here and there, a little bit of music here and there. Tighten down the edit. Exactly. Maybe, like you said, some scenes that were maybe a minute 40, got them down to 120, yeah. 125-ish. And it's, it, it changed the whole feeling of everything. And it was just like, this is why I did it. This yeah. this is what I was looking for more so. It's like, and it's, so it's like, even with what I have, it's like, you know, it it's it's my start, right? It's like, I, I'm not expecting Academy Awards from it, right? But I'm very proud of it. And it's like, it's something that I know 10, 15 years down the road, I'll be able to watch my film right and be proud of it. Yeah. Like, and that meant the most to me too. And it's like one of the best com uh, compliments I get from people is, that looks like a real movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it used to honestly like, piss me I'm off. I'm not going to be offended by that. I know what you it mean. It used to piss me <laughs> off, honestly. It's like, what do you mean? It is a real movie. But then it's like, they're just saying it looks... I don't see a superhero flying anywhere. Exactly, right? <laughs> but they just feel... It, it, to me, they're saying, oh, that looks like something I may see in a theater. Or oh, that looks yeah, like... It's you know, what I mean? it looks better than I was expecting, even or whatever. I don't know why your expectations were so low, but you right. know, yeah. Like, yeah. But it's it, a great it, compliment once you slide that part out. Yeah, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. yeah. But so, I don't know. I I just I got to that point where it's like, yeah, like I I'm proud of this, and yeah. so it's like it, it's crazy because, like I said, it's been three years since well, February twenty fourth of two thousand seventeen. Okay, was my first day of filming. Okay, so it's been three years, but it's like. One thing that also I'm I'm dealing with now is like I've grown as a filmmaker, so it's like even as I'm ready to put this one out, yeah. it's like I'm working on other projects now where it's like I can see my growth in those, and people haven't even seen this oh, project yeah. yet, like you know. So it's like it's a huge any anything that's this complex that's a huge part of it. Yeah, and thank goodness, man, if you didn't feel that way that would be a bummer. that would be scary right, right? It's like, like oh i can make something just as good as this thing i just made you know it's like i learned nothing nothing yeah. along the way yeah seriously right? yeah so. something i was thinking when you're talking about the basically kind of what you're saying watching your first assembly maybe the first full inclusive rough cut or whatever i think historically that's known as one of the most depressing points in the whole thing oh my goodness because you're missing so much and you haven't done the final stage of creating it, which is the part of it that, I mean, the reason why movies exist is because of editing. That's what saved it. That's, Absolutely. So that seems like a simple statement, but that, um, what's his name? Payne, Alexander Payne. And the, um, I think it's the cutting edge, the magic of movie editing. He says that documentary, he says after he's, written it and cast it and done locations and shot it all when he gets to the editing room he says that he basically it's like he's crawled up on the shore and he's fallen on the beach and he's finally ready 
to make the movie. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't know if that's a mixture of him and some one thing his editor said, but mm-hmm. it's like, okay, now we can make, now we're actually making a movie now we're gonna when make you're it. editing, you know? And you can say that about every part of the process, mm-hmm. but there's something with a little extra oomph there um, because that first assembly can be devastating. And then think about no music. I mean, that's why rewatching No Country for Old Men is a slap in the face because you're, you're thinking there's, you know, maybe three or four moments where they have a tone but besides that, there's nothing. Yep. Uh, the, the, the score is footsteps and air. Yep. You know, it's just crazy. Yep. Man, you got to know how to write a and then you, script. And then you start, honestly, I go back. Have you seen Dolomite? Um, no, I haven't yet. Yeah. I've heard it's really good. It is, man. Honestly. Dude, that's a Tennessee filmmaker, Brewer. Craig is Brewer. It? Well, I mean, my, man, am I, I got to, now I need to look this up before we okay. finish talking. Nice. Okay. I'm actually going to pull that up Sweet. while we're, because if I misspeak that, that's not cool. No, I think cool. it's the dude that did Hustle and Flow. Nice. The Craig Brewer is okay. his name. Okay. But anyway, say what you're saying about No, d- d- does he, um, that was inspirational in itself, like uh, outside of Eddie Murphy, like killing it. Yeah. It was like, Seeing how much Dolomite didn't know, and just like he was just like a guy with a dream, and just like yeah. wanted to do it, it was like Craig Brewer. Yeah, that's the dude. The thing about it that I was thinking, he, he's like he literally was just like man, he, he's like man, um, people love uh, kung fu. Yeah, throw some of that shit in there. He's like, and then they love women too. Like throw some women in there too so it's like he just literally sat back and thought about everything he liked in yeah. movies and was like we're gonna put it all okay. in one movie you got and this is going on my list now seriously yeah, yeah, okay. it, it was great so it's like like it's comedy it's action yeah. it's everything like so it it's terrible cuts like uh-huh. one of the great things to do online is like you see the mic the boom mic right, hanging in, in the shots like it's yeah. it's crazy I heard man. it's done really like the, those kind of jokes are done really well like yeah. it's, it's it's smooth um, it is man yeah. but it, it, it's like some of that I don't think was a joke like that's what I'm saying that's just right. literally from the, the real movie it's literally crazy. oh gotcha they're recreating it meaning not a joke yeah, yeah when, gotcha. you, when, you, sure. when you watch it's all based on the real dude yeah when when I go back and watch the, the first one it's uh, like oh yeah there's boom mics whoa, hanging okay, in cool, the shots gotcha. but it's like when you watch the Eddie Murphy movie, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, he went yeah. and he couldn't afford another um, crew or whatnot. Yeah. And the the uh, record company, he sold like I think he went platinum doing comedy uh, records. Okay. And it's like they still they didn't believe in him, so he took some money off of his own publishing to to make this happen. So he basically he fronted his own movie. Yeah. Right? So it's like he just went and found some college kids who could do it, and it's like so he's working with college crew. He doesn't know much, but he, right. he, he man, he sold like ten million that yeah. year. It's like it's it's crazy inspirational, just in the sense of, I remember when they were on their way to the to the movie theater, and he's just like, hey man, he, they're in the car all together, and he's like, hey guys, I don't care what happens tonight. He's like, I just want you all to know you guys are winners to me, man, because we did it, and nobody else believed we could yeah. or whatnot, you know. And it's like, yeah, there's like I and I know that feeling, and he yeah. said that, and it's like, man, it'll bring a tear to my eyes, like in the right moment, because it's yeah. like people just don't know man like I, I I understand why people walk away from projects not that I agree with them because I'm not that person but I I know the moments where like I said it's like oh okay yeah it's like it feels like I'm out here on my own and and again it's like where do I go from here and if if I don't do this people won't really you know what I mean it's like 
I can't make another movie, but right, it's like people right. won't sweat me. They they won't, you know. I can still yeah. go to the grocery store, and people won't, you know, right. make fun of me or whatever, whatever. But yeah, man. But I knew that also. It's like again, I wasn't quitting, and I knew I couldn't be the filmmaker who doesn't finish his projects. That was very important to me. Right. So it just yeah. And sooner or later, you know, whatever it is, those blows that you take in wrestling with somebody dropping off the crew or the first assembly not looking good or whatever it is. Or the That's floor, just a part of it, or man. a guy canceling on you Thursday at eight o'clock when he's supposed to be in town to film the whole weekend. Yeah, and he the just whole said, weekend. He says, "Yeah, I'm not gonna be a part of the movie anymore. Not just can't make it that right. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you scheduled the whole weekend to film for him. Yeah. So you have to recast him. Luckily, the guy I recast him with was a stage play actor. Okay, so he's memorized some lines he before. Crushed it. Yeah. Came out, shot two scenes the very next day. Okay. Had the script for literally like 12 hours. Yeah. Crushed it. Man, I had a scene where a girl came out. We were about an hour, an hour and a half to drive away. Probably an hour. And um, she got a call from her work that she actually was late to a shift. So we were like literally camera ready to go. And she said she had to leave. And uh, it wasn't... I mean, she misscheduled it or something. But again, I appreciated that she came out and was doing this tiny part yeah so we had to think on our feet that day we pulled it off but not with her you yeah know what i mean um and sometimes it happens but yeah it, man yeah. i've been there i've yeah. been there but it, it's just like you said at that point you have to decide it's like am i being a mean person or whatever or am i doing what i have to do to get no. What I do done, you and know? I, and and you don't have to be just, mean to him. It's just like, cool, go to, do what you got to do. Thanks for trying. Absolutely. Now I got to get moving on something yeah, else. Maybe man. next time, man. Right. And, yes, and, and that wasn't a big burn. So, yeah. you know, you know you're know, you less likely to recast somebody next time around, too, yeah. if they bailed on you. And it makes that car ride where you're looking at your team that survived to the end that much more beautiful because <laughs> life, man, there's so many curveballs coming up. Absolutely. You know? So Absolutely. it makes sense there. Right on, man. Well, I'm glad you said the thing kind of a couple minutes ago about just the reality of um, being able to look at footage in a vulnerable way and the importance of like an editor or someone who's now switching into editor's brain um, being compassionate and forgiving and knowing that this takes some time. we got to massage this. we got to work this out. I mean, I, I'm always coming back to that documentary, that the cutting edge, the magic of movie editing, you always which is online that you. somewhere, I think. Yeah. I don't know. But it's out there. Um, the DVDs are out there, too, that aren't that expensive. I do remember watching it, and I really enjoyed it. I wouldn't mind watching it again. It's a good reminder, yeah. just seeing yeah. some of that stuff. Uh, but Straight anyway. Um, yeah, man. This has been great chatting with you. Um, I'm stoked for the premiere. And awesome. just the fact that this thing is, is like seeing true indie films seeing films and um, stories that are coming from I mean they can be big budget budgets do not match the heart of the story obviously but getting to see something that is straight from you you know what I mean and then your core team I'm pretty stoked about that especially with Nashville and we need and I think we have more stories coming here that are being produced out of the city Um, we do but I'm excited anytime I see another one that was very important to me like so it's it's totally shot in nashville all of the music even is totally is nashville artists except for one song one and it's one of my favorite songs he's he's from tennessee though he's from west tennessee um like gosh down like the ripley area okay Um, so yeah do you have a, 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 some history with West Tennessee too, or no? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. My wife, my wife from Ripley. Okay, cool. Yeah, I thought yeah, there was yeah. something. So I got, I, I used to spend a lot of time down in Jackson. And stuff yeah, I got to. Yeah. Okay, right on. 
Nice, man. And I guess one question about that with the music, that's just a fun thing to me. I just love music so much. And then it's such a huge part of film. Maybe one of the, of all the art forms, it's one of the most similar, I think, to, to film actually. But how was that putting that together? It's really was cool. That pretty fun. It was really was cool. It, you, um, are you guys scoring? Are you pulling original tracks? How's that? How'd that go down for the most Kind of part? a mixture. I've got a cool. mixture of yeah. both going on. I've, I've it's more um, original soundtrack. Uh-huh. So it's like I've I, I reached out to artists in, in the city or whatnot. Yeah. And it's, everybody's kind of, And that's the. Honesty. I just got little made chills. I love that stuff. I love soundtracks in movies my whole life. Yeah. I love buying soundtracks. And that, honestly, that was my thought process along it too. It's like, man, I remember you'd get the soundtrack, the CD with the yeah. uh, movie or whatnot. And it was like, I think that would be cool when I start selling DVDs to be able to, you know what I mean? Why but not? then it's like. Am I gonna sell DVDs? Because DVDs aren't know, really a right? thing, right? So it's like you man, go back I would and say do it that, because so, yeah. hard copy is so important. Or maybe try to do a push to Blu-ray just because you're getting a few extra, you know, resolution points there. Yeah. But unless you're gonna put it onto celluloid, it's probably a better place to save it than a hard drive. I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm gonna do a couple Blu-rays yeah. just because, like you said, just just because. But I I know most of my stuff. I'm kind of doing streaming i mean you but can't I'm not i mean are you kidding that's of course you have to yeah. do that for sure i just think man at the end of the day you want someone to find that movie in a box in yeah. 15 years oh absolutely. that is so cool absolutely and they're not going to be i've said this before so i'm being redundant to some but no one's scrolling through your stars list on whatever you know Ever. platform yeah. your, your hulu platform yeah no whatever. seriously it, so it's, it's like again like i said my, my goal i have couple steps it's like i'm initially i'll have it on my own website on like a pay-per-view kind of streaming thing yeah and then while i do the um kind of film festival run i got a couple that i'm gonna enter and then it's like after that if not i'll start trying to figure out the hulu's netflix amazon's whatever whatever right on i wonder if you could even do a pre-sale can you do a pre-sale on that platform do you know or whatever you're thinking about for platforms i'm not sure i would look yeah and again i don't know and everything's different it's always changing but that's a that's something to maybe think about yeah again you you i mean you you got your plan here but um because there might be some energy of somebody that misses the movie Mm -hmm. that weekend they might have a little bit of energy to be like man i'm gonna buy an online streaming whereas in maybe in whatever how many weeks later, if they have to wait for a festival, they might lose that energy. Yeah. That's something that I'm realizing. But again, you know. No, that, whatever, there's, there's they definitely also might, truth in that. They yeah. might also might see you're in a festival and be stoked about that or what? who knows. They might remember. But you're right, though. I, I there's think something to be said because, for now. Exactly. That's what I'm going to say. There's so much happening today that it's like you have to find a way to be relevant. And again, that's why it's so important. It's like I, I have to get footage of that night. So it's like right. if you did miss the night, let me show you some old school promo. Like, you remember when movies used to come out and it's like they'd have the people coming right out of the theater like, that was the best movie I've ever seen uh, yeah, all year. Like, yeah. I'm going to do some of that old yeah. school type stuff. Right? So when we put it online, like, again, it's like the goal is to get Nashville excited. Then I want to get every state touching Tennessee excited. Right eight, on. You know what I'm saying? Eight yeah. states, including us. Yeah. If I can get our region excited... Man, that yeah. I, that's a major success. And major gather success some people's information and start building something. So you say, hey, you know, when we're doing our next thing, I mean, honestly, maybe one of you guys has a location you want to join the team. But some, yep. if not, one of you guys maybe at least wants to download the next thing we put out or whatever. Absolutely, man. Um, and in the meantime, here's some behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Right on, dude. Well, power to you on it. I'm excited. And I was excited to see you pulling the trigger on it and to see you getting through the cut and putting it out is awesome. Um, 
And uh, remind us of the date again, just so we're saying it. Feb- February 28th, man, at Opry Mills Regal Center. Uh, I mean, Regal Cinema. We gotcha. will be showing More to Life. More is, to Life. More to Life is the right title. On. Yep. Um, it's a coming-of-age drama. Um, it's about a second-generation hustler who is... He's got dreams of leaving the streets. Um, he's very intelligent, but he's kind of he struggles with fear of the unknown. Yeah. You know, it's like he, he doesn't have a work history, so he doesn't believe he can go get a job like that. So he struggles with addiction also. So it's, it's a couple different elements. In yeah, that, cool. I, I think, yeah. But it was big to me. It's a, it's a movie about a street guy. It's not a street movie. Yeah. But I don't want anybody to feel disappointed when they come and it's not 50 people getting killed or right. if that's what you're looking for, it's not that, you know, right. it's not paid in full or blow, which I love those movies. Sure. But this film is about street guys, but it's more so about their relationships with yeah. each other. It's not about the glorifying the street violence and right. that type of thing. Cool. Cool. Awesome, man. What's well, cool to hear. It's, I love hearing the, the take on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was it the first time you had to explain what it's about? Yeah, or is it the I, second time. I've tried like to two thousand, and I thought about it before I was coming. I was like, "I'm gonna do this so smooth," and like, <laughs> it never happens like that. But yeah, awesome. Well, I thought that was pretty smooth. I thought that was good. I'm sold. Uh, right on, man. All right, cool. Well, thanks for you know for coming in. It's good awesome, to riff man. with you. This is great. We could go on, and I'm sure it's probably a handful of times where you were on to some good note, and I, I pulled you. Whether it's we the have, bad yeah, boys man. or whatever, yeah. who cares? I mean, uh, we could go on for a lot longer. Absolutely, man. I, I appreciate you having me. Totally. Thanks for coming out. And then, obviously, of course, future projects, man, can keep you in the loop. Definitely. 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 Awesome. Definitely. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.